Are you saving for a house and do you have any personal debt or personal loans? Well, I've got Asha on today's Express episode. Hey, Asha, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Oh, mate, going very well. Fantastic. Kirsty asks, paying off a personal loan before buying uh, her first home or does she focus on saving for a deposit and combine the debt with the housing loan? Mm-hmm. So, I guess I wanted to have a chat with you, Asha, because you've recently purchased your first home. That's right. How was it? Um, it was very good. Yeah. It was better than what I thought it was going to be. Really? I've never been the sort of person that really aspired to owning a house. Yeah. Like, it was, a lot of it was driven from my wife's side, but sure. once it actually happened, um, yeah, it's like... Like a weight lift off, it's like a, yeah, a weight lifted off your shoulders. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, well, good. you can uh, you know buckle down and and spawn the earth. Uh, yes, exactly right. That's, so <laughs> that's exactly how it works. <laughs> All right. So, as a rule of thumb, I generally say if you've got any personal loans or debt or credit card, you really would you really would want to clean that up before you get into a property because sometimes the personal loan and the credit cards can be a symptom of overspending. Mm-hmm. So if you're debt free before you uh, jump into a property, it means that you can control your budget, okay? Now, if the debt is from another life and you've got your act together, it's more of a housekeeping thing to clean up your cash flow and budget mm. before you move into the new home. So, you you had a little bit of debt maybe 18 months ago. Yeah. Um, so, I had, like a, I guess, a line of credit or I had, yeah, quite a large car loan Yeah, and also had, um, you know, a medium-sized personal loan as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was, yeah, purely just for cars for me and my wife. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, our initial idea was, oh, let's just pay the minimum off those, keep those going, but let's yeah. put money away yeah. to save for a house instead. Yeah. And and did it feel like you were just treading water or...? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. You know, we found that whenever we would save a bit of money towards the house, you know, it would actually end up going somewhere else. And all mm. that, all the while you're paying off the money off the other loans yeah. as well. And yeah, it started to get your head around exactly where your money's going. Yeah. And I think, yeah, if we had continued that and still somehow gotten into a property, um, like you said, we'd still be in that sort of, you know, bad behavior of sure. just paying off the minimum off other loans yeah. while trying to juggle a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah. And I think it's that focus um, and, you know, we're doing one thing at a time, one big Rockies. Okay, we're going to clear the debt. Yep. Then we're going to save for a deposit. Then we'll get the mortgage. Because if you, like for every $10,000 of personal uh, unsecured debt that you've got, mm-hmm. it basically impacts your borrowing by around $40,000. So, Kirsty, as a rule of thumb, I would say clean up the debt first and maybe drop your savings back to $2,000 to have an emergency buffer and just hardcore clean up the debt and get that out of your life. And the main thing is, is that once you get rid of it, like it's a good feeling. Yeah. Like you, know, you get all your stuff in order, which is great, but it's a good feeling to have nothing coming out of your bank account constantly. Yeah. And and weirdly, like when you first moved in, and it's only very recently, yep. did you find you had expenses come up or did you buy new rugs or furniture or any of that crap? Like did you have expenses come up that you didn't think were going to come up when you moved in? I mean, we knew that because the place was a bit smaller than we were currently living. We had yeah. to sort of, you know, buy new dining tables and stuff like that. Yeah. But the best part about it was is that because we didn't have any debts to worry about. Yeah, the repayments. Whatever, yeah. yeah. Like whatever we needed to buy, we were able to get it straight away. Like, yeah. And then there's the fun stuff like, oh, let's get a new TV while we're at it and new coffee machine. And it's just like, a, okay, add it to the list type thing just yeah. because everything else was so in order and ready to go. Yeah, absolutely. And the lending side with the mortgage broker yep was that process easy enough it's so easy like 
Because you use Genevieve from Sphere, who we have on the other show yep. a lot. Yeah. I'd highly recommend her for one thing. Yeah. But um, I still feel like I don't know a whole lot about buying houses and mortgages and stuff. That's how hands-on um, you know, she was. So everything's taken care of for you. You just got to sign on the dotted line and everything. So make sure you find one you trust. But um, yeah, you just got to sign on that dotted line. And it's, it was easy as that. It's really easy. So you agree with me that Kirsty should probably clean up her debt before she runs into a mortgage absolutely and and i would say before we finish like if you did want to travel first kirsty maybe clean up the debt travel then come back and hit the mortgage because once you start on a big savings campaign Mm -hmm. it could be a long road it might not be but you just want to be you got to have that passion there the end goal or the end game in sight ready to uh to get that house yeah, and like once you pay off your debt, why not treat yourself as well? Like it's a yeah. hard thing to do. So yeah, exactly. Do what you want to do first, and then get into a house. There's no rush. Sweet. Now, Asher, if you haven't heard his voice before, he does the voiceovers on the My Millennial Money full show. So thanks for jumping on this episode today, Asher. No worries. If you are after personal financial advice, this podcast is not for you. In fact, it's a general advice podcast. But if you do want somebody to talk to, jump onto sortyourmoneyout.com and click on Get Help, and I'll be able to put you in touch with an advisor or a mortgage broker who can actually sit down with you or have a Skype or a Zoom meeting and really work out what you need based on your own personal circumstances. Any advice in this podcast is of a general nature only and has not been tailored to your personal circumstances. Please seek personal advice prior to acting on this information. Before making a decision to acquire a financial product, you should obtain and read the product disclosure statement relating to that product. Opinions constitute our judgment at the time of issue and are subject to change. Neither the licensee, any of the National Australia Group of Companies, nor their employees or directors give any warranty of accuracy nor accept any responsibility for errors or omissions in this podcast. Glenn James, Urban Getter Approach Limited, trading as Sort Your Money Out, are authorised representatives of Apogee Financial Planning Limited, AFSL 230689.